Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Faceboy Hall. I'm Lucille Tiamori. And I'm Rachel. Hey, we're all here. Eat a bar. Eat a bar, Kristen. My mom has my whole life, because um, I, when I was younger, I suffered from anorexia, and she, my whole life, she'd be like, eat a bar. Eat a bar, Kristen. <laughs> it's eat a bar, but I, I, when I wrote it in my notes, I wrote, eat a B-A-H. <laughs> eat a bar, Kristen. She's from, she's from Dorchester, so... <laughs> so now I've been bringing you bringing you bars, bringing me bars. I'm bringing you bars, just in case you didn't need anything here. Kristen, eat a bar, eat a bar. So yesterday, Lower East Side Festival of the Arts, sushi, friends. What's your guys' take on it? Um, I think we did a great job. Yeah, it was an amazing experience. Francis and I read our poetry, and Lucas dance and it was it was genuine it was beautiful it was super fun yeah it, it's i'm glad that we rehearsed and you know n- we didn't mess up any of our lines we didn't have to go twice we, uh, we both projected well lucas's dance was just so spot on so beautiful so wonderful and and we we had a feeling we had done well because people came backstage afterwards <laughs> to talk to us because usually if your friends are there and they and you didn't do so well <laughs> they take off they send you a text hey i had a thing good job send <laughs> but uh you had to tell me about uh, the the folks that were there for you um Somebody that I met in the psych ward, he he came out. Um, he he was very sweet to me in the psych ward. He like um, kept me, um, you know, calm, mellow, mellow. His name is. I don't know. We should, but it's fine sure. after I say the psych ward. But yeah, his name is Mellow, and he and he kept me mellow. Um, in, in the psych ward, he'd be like, "Stay mellow, stay mellow." Um, and I think it's really the only reason I stopped that like chain of institutionalization last year. Like, it's been what seven months now since you've been locked up anywhere. Yeah, I did have like one more after that. I still had to go to Kings County, but I, but but mostly I was going like every week before I met Mello, and then you're going pretty and often. And then he kind of chilled me out. Um, I'm really proud of you, babe. Thank you. Yes, we both are. Been going to your programs. You've been doing lots of art. You've been. Not fighting with your neighbors. <laughs> Listen, my neighbors are have a music studio upstairs. I should be fighting with them. You should be, but you know, you're not, and that's better. <laughs> so before the show, we had uh, we had sushi at this place on I wish I could remember the name of it. So it's on eleventh Baron and- Baron, maybe? Oh, I don't it's, know. It's been there forever. It's, it's been on there 10th forever. Street and we First Avenue. We could give them a shout out, but I don't remember. It's on 10th it's Street so good. and First Avenue. It's and, so good. Uh, and the the service is very good. The the food is incredible. And, you know, there were four of us. We got the sushi, sashimi, <coughs> combo, max thing. Yeah, I never had sashimi before. I was like, um, is this like lock? Like, you're going to have to relate it to something I know. I'm Jewish. Is it lox? <laughs> yeah. And, and the, 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 the salmon sashimi is basically lox, but without without a... The pickle. Without the, without the smoked 
without it's the not, smoke. It's not, it's not smoked at all. Yeah, like lox is more like pickled almost. Not pickled, but smoked. 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 Smoke smoked. Smoked it up. Uh, and we were joined by a different friend of yours, very nice, charming man from uh, Ethiopia. Ethiopia, Adis. Yeah, Adis is. Um, I met at Kibar many years ago. We've been going to Kibar. I'm sort of a regular there, not like he is, but like I go maybe twice a month, and he goes probably every night. <laughs> I have, there's a few friends like I have there that are there every night, um, but I'm friends with all the regulars, so. It's a it's a pretty like home to me. At one point, my nutritionist said like, "Oh, I go to Kibar," and I was like, "No, it's like Martin, you can't." Like in my head, I was like, "You you're gonna have to stop going there because that's my place." <laughs> it's a good place. We had we had a good time there. Yeah, initially when when you asked like, could he join us? I was I was because I'm you know meeting new people. Uh, you're terrible at it. I'm terrible at it. I knew it. you would be like upset. <laughs> initially, I was. I was. But he's he's uh, so charming. Yeah, yeah, and he insisted on 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 splitting the bill with me. Yeah, that was really nice of him. Which I didn't I didn't see that coming. Insisted. Yeah, he was like, you were trying to do the bill, and he was like, would not allow you to. I was trying to do the majority because I was the one that had invited you guys. Yeah. Initially. Thank um, you. Yeah. But yeah. I, thank you. It was a very nice date. Uh yeah and, and and for for that it was fifty five bucks and there was ton it, there was enough for everybody there was enough for everyone there it was, was like for we four were people. like I hadn't eaten anything all day and I was full so that's like eleven twenty five for a person to fill for a person up to fill on up sushi to fill up on sushi and sashimi like, we, we had not eaten anything you know what I mean so it's like that's like eat a bar. <laughs> <laughs> To like this day, she still does it. Like she's still she's she's like, well, did you did you try eating a bar? <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm having a schizophrenic attack. Yeah. Like, did you try a bar? Did you eat a bar? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before before the sushi, we we check in, let them know that we're there. They ask that you check in an hour ahead of time our performance was scheduled for 8:54 and we checked in at 7:30 um and they had my phone number if they were looking for me or anything you know they could reach me while we're there and then we got we got back to the theater at about 8:30 and they were like thank god you're here yeah <laughs> they, they were like, they're like we were looking for you i was like um okay crazy, crazy. we checked in and I gave the phone number and said, "If you if you're looking for us, <laughs> call." <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, they must have had people not show up in the past and just blank spaces if they were so worried. People who checked but in, not come back. That's not true. Come back. That's yeah, true. it's you a little did, weird. You did check in. Yeah, I don't know. If people maybe get... they didn't tell them that we checked in because it was also the same people who tried to steal the DVD that that David gave you. <laughs> Let's get to that in, in in a bit because I'm so psyched to have this literally in my hands right now. Geek maggot bingo, elf panties, Lord of the Cock Rings, thus spake Zarathustra. Can't ever say that correct. Uh, four four films directed by Nick Zed, acquired somehow by David. 
David, you did a good one there. You did a good one. I've, Thank you, David. I've want- Thank you, David. I've wanted, especially to see Lord of the Cock Rings, which I starred in like 20, 21 years ago. Uh, and, and, and I haven't seen it since probably the premiere. Yeah. Since the screening. And it was something that I had a, a lot of fun doing. And, uh, and um, well, I guess we're, we are going to talk about it now. Anthony Hayden Guest says, uh, squalid, disgusting, and totally trashy, an instant classic. <laughs> Jay Hoberman of the Village Voice says, how much fun. A real desecration of Tolkien. Defeats the entire concept <laughs> of timeless fantasy. And here was, uh, I saw an online review, which I just found confusing. They wrote, uh, one star, so disappointing. I think, the th- <laughs> I think the theme of this film was poorly abstracted, and I was thoroughly disappointed at this fact. Where were all the battles of hobbits, men's, and elves? What the fuck? Lots of dicks out and lots of vaginas. I watched this film with my kids. Do <laughs> you think that's a real review? Now they are traumatized. Stop it. I was just trying to show them some Middle Earth. Instead, I saw a bunch of buttholes. Why was this film made? As an introduction to Tolkien's fantasies, this was nowhere near what I envisioned spending time with my son and two daughters would be. Overall, I am mortified by the level of sodomy going on. I never realized Tolkien was such a pervert. Wow, I'm so confused. So that's that's got to be a joke. I don't think you really said it, but it sounded like you said traumatized. And I, I'm like, that should be like a... Um Traumatized. Yeah. Or is traumatized. traumatized. I was traumatized. A, I was a little traumatized by the last the last trauma. Film. I was traumatized as well. It was it was really really all the poop. It was the poop that got me. The poop got me too. Like I'm okay with like I was okay with even the blind jokes, even though I'm going blind. Oh, and one of my best friends is blind. Yeah, like I was like even the blind jokes, I was like, okay. Uh, but then I started to think I was like Fuck, if I go blind, how am I going to see if my shit's wiped? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. There are ways. I, I, have, I have a blind sibling, and she wipes her ass thoroughly. Wipes her ass thoroughly. <laughs> and I, IMBD describes it as a bizarre sexual spoof of Tolkien's Lord of the Rings trilogy where a nerdy New Jersey computer programmer named Scroto Baggins, dots me, is chosen to save Middle Earth from its untimely doom. Now, you read this stuff, and you think there's going to be a lot of sex in it. Folks, don't expect that because there really isn't. There's one erect penis and there are some titties. And uh, yeah, there is a scene where I wake up in Middle Earth with a beer bottle stuck in my ass that falls out when I stand up. <laughs> but I don't think there's a whole lot more. So if you're going for the for the for the for the sex and nudity, there isn't that much. If you're there, well, you if you're there you for the go. buttholes, you can't go. You can, it's not playing anywhere. You can't find it. <laughs> But if I read those reviews, I'd be like, oh, yeah, let me check that out. <laughs> <laughs> Trashy, titties, butts. Sure. So I'm looking forward to to uh, looking at, to, to seeing these films. Actually, I, I was talking about feeling like I was trash. And then, like, Wella, of all people, was like, I feel I'm trash, too. And I was like, are you? This lady's real she's wholesome. She's so sweet. She's so wholesome. Who, who? This girl from our program, she she's so wholesome. Like so wholesome. And she was like she was like, "Yeah, I'm trash too." And I was like, I don't think you understand what I mean by trash. <laughs> Most of my favorite things though, to be fair, I found in the trash. <laughs> Including that. me. Including you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I met you at a burlesque 
burlesque show. That's a little little trashy. Well, especially because I was like coming out of a straight jacket or something. <laughs> no, that was the second one. Was it the first one or the second one no, where I came out one, of a second? No, the first one you you uh, you 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 did a beautiful dance, stripped down, totally nude, and um, and and then I spanked you in the, yeah. in the dressing room. Yeah. <laughs> we had we had just met. We had just met. <laughs> it's a very romantic story. I, ha- I have heard it before. I think they might put it in the New York Times in those like uh, those stories, like how we met. Mm-hmm. You think they would? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't really enjoy the New York Times. I was if the- we ever get married, we'll have to. We'll have to make a. Um, we'll have to make one of the New York Times how we met. It's it's yeah. not it's not a paper I enjoy, but this. This weekend, there was an incredible article about the Hearing Voices Network. Oh, my God. You sent me that. I didn't know about that. Yeah. It's a big-ass, long article all about someone who learned to live with the different voices in their head. And it is a, it's a New York times article, but it is really, really cool that it, that made a newspaper. It's really cool that made the New York Times because everybody reads the New York Times. Not really everyone, but not my generation, but it's... It's a dying, it's a dying it's respected, paper. It's a respected paper, uh, except amongst uh, Trump followers, because Trump always was... Millennials know, never really took, took on to the New York Times, I don't think. Millennials aren't really... I like the New York Times still. Like, Well, I don't like them, but I want them to claim me. Like, I want them to notice me, which they did once, which was very nice. Um, they, did, they did a couple of times for me, too, but let's hear about yours. Um, they, they put pictures of me, um, and use my name and stuff, um, use my brother's name. Um, and my mom had just said, yeah, you're not a real artist. Yeah. You haven't been in the times that week. And like, I think like it spread around town or something and like they, <laughs> they decided to save me. <laughs> and, um, like, um, so like literally that week I was like, I am in the times, mom, I am in the times. And so I do want the Times to acclaim me because I basically like my, nothing I do is legitimate unless the Times says it. New oh boy, I, dis- I wholly disagree. But. That's that's how my mother is though. New oh, to your mom, you mean? I know to my yeah. mom, to my mom. Like nothing I do is legitimate unless my mom, uh, to my mother, unless I am in the, it's in the Times. So I do want them to notice me. They did a very very positive review of my open mic, and it was on the front page of the Sunday Arts <laughs> and Leisure section. <laughs> that's amazing. So. That, that was good and bad, you know. I never had to promote after that. I never had to do any promotion for that open mic ever again after that. Yeah. But it also attracted a lot of, like... Losers. Straight... Losers. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, had, up until that point, it really had just a raw bohemian feel to it. And then after that, it was like a lot of straight white male stand-up comics oh, looking for their eight minutes of stage time. Yeah. And, uh, and that wasn't interesting to me. Yeah, totally. So, we get back to the space, <laughs> and I fill out a little thing showing, you know, where what, what we need for the stage, which was only two microphones uh, downstage. It's downstage, right? Upstage is where the, where the yeah, audience they is. Yeah, were, they were downstage. Downstage. Never get that right. The, no, you know, the left and the right and the down and the up. And so I up. fucking did it up too. I was like, I was like, no, isn't it upstage, babe? And you were like, 
I don't fucking know. So uh, when I, 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 I both neither of us knew, and like, we, and I was like, well, I guess they're just gonna be in front of me. I'm fucking, I have a fucking bachelor's degree. I in have theater. a bachelor's degree in educational have, theater, have, and we don't know down and syndrome. And we don't know down syndrome. <laughs> syndrome. Like, I was like, which one is that? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I was like, it just but fortunately, they had a diagram where they showed audience and there, and so I could just write it in the diagram. Yeah, the so diagram. I didn't, I didn't have to fucking know. Well, I only, I only really know because when I was when I was a little girl I performed on actually the what's it called the rake stage a slope stage so mm-hmm. we literally had a downstage and an upstage it actually sloped because it was a very old theater wow and they were running pretty much on time so we we were scheduled for 854 I think we went up like 902 something like that they, they were, were yeah they were good and considering how many acts that they have uh, before and after us <laughs> For them to be that close to on schedule, and they are every year, is very, very impressive. And we went a little under 10 minutes, so we helped kind of get the thing back back, uh, back on, on, on schedule. It was, it is, was wait, a, and the, you, the friend who came back for you, he was running it? No, no, he was performing. He was performing. Yeah, Zero Boy. I have known him for, I'd say, at least 25 years. Uh, he was a regular at my open mic, and he's... <coughs> Sorry. He's I'm dying. He's very... You know, he sleeps with that. I know. So y'all don't have the visual, but Lucas is vaping, and that is why he is coughing. That's why I'm coughing, but um, but I do literally sleep with my vape, and then they both take it away from me, and I'll be like, "No, Where, I, where's my vape? But she stopped doing it because it was causing panic attacks. I don't attacks. anymore. But I, it, I do get a little sad when I think you're, like, reaching to, like, hold me in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh. I always hold you. But sometimes you're just reaching for your vape. And I'm like, oh, shit. I got, like, so excited. <laughs> oh, I, I'll hold you. Just just grab my arm and pull it over. No, but it. You're, you're, you're Little Spoon, right? Little Spoon, mostly. Not, not always. Not, not always. always, but mostly Little Spoon. Yeah. She's Little Spoon. I love to be the Little Spoon. He wants to be... He wants I'm mostly to, Big Spoon. He's mostly Big Spoon, so he wants to do like a like a big, a big Three Spoon thing. Yeah, if, well, no, I was saying that if we ever did share a bed, it would naturally be... Me in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Me, so Big that, Spoon, you'd be the Middle Spoon, and you'd be the Little Spoon. It could be nice. It could be nice. I think it would be nice. I think it would be nice, too. But then it's not really spoons. It's like a sandwich, and one person is the turkey. Yeah, you were the turkey last night. Yep. That's what I called you. I was like, you're doing a great job being turkey. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> wow, we're 20 minutes in. I'm still on like the first couple of notes here. That's good. That means things are, are rolling. <laughs> so yeah, I, I noticed when we were at Cold Spring that you were sleep vaping. <laughs> and I took it away from you, but I didn't move it very far because you so were upset. on vacation. <laughs> and because and, you know, I wake up earlier than, than you do, and I saw your sleeping baby, and I took it away, but not too far. And like the next time I came into the room, you, had, you already had it back. <laughs> and huge coughing fits in the morning. I mean, it's a lot better than sleep sleep cigarette smoking. So sleep cigarette smoking. I very, did that once. Very dangerous. Did that once. Yep. Really. Unfortunately. Yeah, I almost uh, could have burned. I could have died in a fire from sleep, from smoke, from falling asleep in bed with a lit cigarette. Yeah, I I don't do that, but I I've, I don't either. I have not smoked inside my own apartment. 
since I lived on First Street. See, luckily, I usually don't smoke inside my apartment, so I think the sleep the sleepwalk smoking only happens after like a party because that's when I've been smoking. Like, but I don't normally smoke in my apartment, so that's like a good. All three of us thing. are sleepwalkers and sleep eaters. Oh, oh my god, I'm always sleep eating. I'm always sleep eating. I made so much oatmeal the other day and. I was asleep, so it wasn't it wasn't like cooked oatmeal. It was it wasn't fully cooked. It was just like water and like mm-hmm. flakes, but I ate it. Yeah, and I find like fucking frozen tater tots like <laughs> placed in weird places and like He used to throw away my stuff in, he used to throw away my stuff when he was sleeping. I used to move it around somewhere where you couldn't fucking find no, it. No, you would throw it away. <laughs> it's terrible. You'd actually throw it away because we'd never find it again. Terrible. Terrible. And and I, it's it's never it's never healthy stuff that I go for when I'm sleep eating. It's never oatmeal. I fucking found uh, two nights ago evidence I was eating chocolate covered cherry liqueur things, <laughs> and I put the box in the freezer because you do shit like that when you're asleep. Uh, yeah, in the freezer. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a delicious night. Yeah, I mean, my... You didn't even get to enjoy it, though. I'm, I'm sure I did in some level. It's, <laughs> it's like my body is saying, you know, you're fucking restricting yourself way too much. Have a fucking chocolate-covered that's, cherry. That's actually what it is, is is happening when you sleepwalk, sleep eat, is like you've restricted too much during the day. Mm-hmm. That actually is the, like, um like my nutritionist has talked to me about it, yeah. She's like, you wouldn't be doing that if you weren't restricting during the day. So I'm not bothered by it. It's, it's you know, anytime my body tells me to do something and I don't do it, if my sleep body does it for me good good yeah so the performance went without any problems whatsoever it was a smaller audience than i had anticipated that's always every year that i've done it in in the past the place has been just packed and and then also there was a, a side audience to the to the left, which we rehearsed bowing for. But we we adjusted. <laughs> we adjusted. Yeah, we, we improv. We 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 all three saw no side audience. Don't do an awkward bow to a wall. <laughs> no, no, that's never good. <laughs> that's never good. And like we were saying, friends came backstage to uh, to talk to us and hang out with us and. I got uh, Zero Boy's uh, contact information. Hopefully have him on the show sometime. He's a very, very talented person. Very, Always been very kind to me also. I have tremendous respect for him. Uh, he, he, took, he, was, he was dating a woman who got a very rare condition while they were dating. And it left her needing a lot of help. And he he stuck with her through throughout the whole thing. You know, he he did not he did not give up on her. Um, so good person. All right. So after the show, uh, as as I am wont to do, I went on home, and you guys let me know what else happened. Um, we went to Key Bar, um, and then it just was really crowded, and so we ended up going back to my place. And, we made some art, and it the end of and 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 uh, it was it was filmed. Who filmed it? Um, Adis filmed it. Adis filmed it, and it, it, it came out well. It yeah. came out well, yeah. And um, he was a perfectionist about it. He was like, "There's this one point where 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 somebody's head gets in it for a second, and it's like, 
Can I get the vape, please? Oh, yeah. I thought you wanted the bar. Eat a bar. Eat a bar, Kristen. Eat a bar. <laughs> All the things that keep us alive so we can do the show. <laughs> um, why does the vape make me cough more than a cigarette does? It it hits harder than a cigarette. It and does. It hits really strong. It's a really strong vape. That's the strongest vape on the market. <laughs> 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 It's the it's the air bar box for all those who want a good vape. It's the air bar box for anyone who wants to fucking cough up their lungs <laughs> and get so addicted they fall asleep with it. If yep. you if you want to have a if very a very intimate and matched relationship with your vape, this, <laughs> this is the vape. This is the vape for you. <laughs> okay, so we we've we've had guests here, or I've done a music show, or whatever. It's been a while since. Just been the three of us. There's some stuff to catch up on. We went to Tom and Lisa's party on the 14th. We did. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. It was fun. And I almost, uh, I almost chickened out because of my social anxiety. I probably should have chickened out because it turns out I was drunk. You were fine at the party. You, you didn't. You didn't seem that drunk until we left the party. Okay, good. Yeah, you, they, they were talking about how you had recommended Pumps Bar. For for Lisa and and Lisa got to do some sort of photo shoot there, yeah. Because of your recommendation, yeah. They they he was like, "Do you know these people?" I was like, "Yes," because <laughs> 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 I knew like, well, like they're definitely like somebody on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's you know we're sort of a family, so I was like, "Yeah, totally a family." <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very close with the owners of Pumps. Very, very close with them. Yeah, and and you know you're you're talking to people. You're sociable. I talk to people a bit. You did great. You did great. Felt like I was. It was. It was. An, it was an interesting party for me. I kind of struggled to think of myself as like a I don't know real artist, whatever that means. And I felt like I was at a party with like real artists, and it was cool. They liked our art. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was a weird laugh. We are we are actually like working artists. We're artists in our own right. My brother has a song called Sensitive Artist. <laughs> I am a sensitive artist. <laughs> I'm gonna do this. Your brother now. is a sensitive artist. His poetry is very sensitive. Sensitive. I don't think I would describe my brother's poetry as sensitive. I think my poetry is very sensitive. I think his is, I think he comes more from the head and I come more from the heart. Uh, yeah, I can see that. But but it, but it's still like very sweet. There's something sweet. There's a sweetness to it. I think it's hard for you to see it because you, you, you're your brother. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean... Uh, he had this one poem that was really good about how like everybody I think it was Arcade Fire he was talking about or I forget what band but he was like everybody loves that guy from Arcade Fire and like he was like I guess like it was just a really good poem like about how like where it like sort of is jealous but it like kind of goes into just like happiness for the guy 
Uh, well, John has. There's a lot of violent imagery in his <laughs> poems. There's uh, maybe it's like his newer poems. I I just know the newer stuff. I mean, he's very good. He's he's obviously you know he he by putting poetry to music, he made a name for himself and got signed to Atlantic Records and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. He's, he's he's you know I'm 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 not knocking him, but I don't consider it particularly sensitive. sensitive yeah. Hey, folks, you're listening to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy. You know, I, I read this with more emotion now ever since the SDR show. I'm just proud of the, what the mission is. Yeah, totally. Promote. Oh, apparently they've been doing it to more people now. They've been like bringing more people on to like fuck with. I'm listening. Yeah, they've they've been like. Um, get back to this. They they've been like. Um, David said they've been like fucking with like people left and right like since our show. And they've it's, their shows just become like a joke of like fucking with. They people. think it's good for ratings, or maybe it yeah, is. Yeah, probably probably maybe they think is. it's good for ratings. Also, it's gonna get real old because people are gonna know that's the that's the gimmick. That's the gimmick. We're nice to people in the studio. Yeah, exactly. We're nice people. You know, you're, you're, when we saw David, you said, said it's his birthday. Don't be mean to David. I hope as our guest here, I was not mean to him. He's not here to defend himself, so I'm not going to say much more on, on that. He probably is listening. But uh, <laughs> I, not, not in a bad way. I just, I'm yeah. saying he probably we lo- we is We love listening. you, David. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Not going that far. <laughs> I love you, David. I love <laughs> there you, you David. <laughs> I think I'm, Rachel loves has, no, has a love for David. I, I am I am extremely grateful. To, <laughs> to have, I'm I'm very very grateful for for having this film. You know, I looked. I've been looking for it for a long time. You can you can find it uh, from some sellers on Amazon. Fifty dollars, seventy five dollars, a hundred dollars, a hundred and twenty dollars, etc. And this is this is in its original artwork, original case. The disc looks like it hasn't been played at all, and and getting it in that condition—that's when you're you're really paying for it. So I I don't know what you spent on it. I appreciate it, and uh, uh, thank you, David. I I really really am glad to have that. Um, and uh, let let me continue on this. Our mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. I see why you get mad when I burp. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure, lastly, please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. 
You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. I get so mad when you burp during the copy. I didn't burp this time. I'm sorry. Was it me? I apologize. What? Was no, it no, me? No, no, I you didn't. He, he does it as a joke. Oh, oh, oh. No, not as a joke. It's just like you do it like every time. It's it's like when I'm reading a, a bunch of copy, air just goes down a little differently. Okay, than maybe that's okay. I understand then. I thought you were doing it as like a funny joke because you do it like every time. No, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's the difference between reading a bunch of words and having a conversation. Air just no, that understands. I understand that. Beer makes me burp a lot. <laughs> yes, 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 it does. So earlier this week, we had a rehearsal on my roof. And snacks with mom. We had snacks with mom. Yeah. And she, she didn't like, she like, I remember when she saw the two tall bitch, she was like, she was like fucking like, she got, up, <gasps> she got up and closed her door. <gasps> she literally freaked out. <laughs> yeah. She did not like two tall bitch. Yeah. I liked meeting your mom. She got great. up and closed her door. This time mom got up to join us for snacks. So I knew that she liked Rachel right away. And because uh, and and I we we know that she loves Lucas. Of course, yeah. I try. I tried a new cheese with your mom. It was so nice. The port salute. Yeah, it was good. That's a damn good cheese. I was yeah. sleep eating cheese in my sleep last night. I know. I was like cheese is and it, crackers. Is it really? like? Is it like wacky mac? I always need like a kosher reference of like what does this taste like? Yeah. Wacky Mac is the, it's the kosher mac and cheese. It's very good. Kosher mac and cheese? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot like Kraft. They, they make, um, the Italian Kraft mac and cheese is made with like mozzarella, actually. Um, they make it with like fresh mozzarella, like, and um, like pistachio, I think it's called or something. Um, yeah, it's like, I nannied for an Italian woman before and. Um, she and you it. are Italian. Yeah, but I never made the Italian mac and cheese. It's like fucking delicious. It's like you like literally buy like fresh mozzarella and like like melt it and then it's. Like, it's I need this in my life. <laughs> it's so, okay. I can try to make it. I can try to make it. Like Bastelli, I think it's called or something. I'm not sure. Bastelli. Yeah. You can still get you know Joe's Dairy operated forever on Sullivan Street. Um, and what a lot of people don't know is that Joe's Dairy is still making fresh mozzarella, and it is available in, 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 in a couple of shops in Manhattan. There's one place, I think, on Thompson Street. Anyway, when we're ready to make this, I'll get the Joe's Dairy mozzarella from, from the secret location where I know where it is. All right, I'll find a recipe online. I'll look it up. Nice. Yeah, I've seen her make it a bunch of times, so I'm like pretty good at like understanding it at this point. Okay. It was like the best mac and cheese ever. It sounds it. Um, oh no! The, yeah. the the what actually the Calvin's, I think it's Calvin's mother's recipe. He was describing it, and I'm like, that is the best thing I've ever heard of. I love macaroni and cheese, <laughs> and this is like a big deal for me to say I love food. But like, I love food. I love macaroni and cheese. I love food too. I told my my therapist that, and she was like so happy. She was like, really, you love food? And I was like, I love. Food. I love food. recovering I from an eating disorder is no joke. Yeah, I used to hate food. I'd be like, no, not food, not food. I've always loved food, but I've also always had a complicated relationship with it. Yeah, it's very complicated. Not always. It started when it started when I had gone for a summer with my grandparents, traveling around, meeting relatives and stuff. 
and uh, and I had more money than I usually have. And I was, they, they would like give me the choice of where to stop to eat. And I'd all, that place, Fat Burger. Let's go to Fat Burger. And I'd get the biggest fucking fattest burger and all the fries. They were just letting me eat whatever the fuck I wanted. And I would also just go to the stores and, and, and buy a bunch of candy because, you know, I was a kid. I could buy candy. I was maybe 12, something like that. And, and I wasn't moving around much. I'm in the backseat of this fucking car traveling around. And in that summer, like the first thing my sister said when at the end of the summer, when we got, they said, you got fat. And and I and I was a little fat kid, and uh, I I did not like it, and and that and that began my uncomfortable relationship with food and complicated relationship with food that yeah. unfortunately continues to this day. But uh, you know, I eat. <laughs> <laughs> I stay alive. But we yeah, no one should ever comment on anyone else's body. We are we are all all working on that. Mhm. Yeah, like I've heard that even like if you, you if you hadn't seen someone in a while and they've like really shaped up, I've heard you're not supposed to even say anything about that. Is that I correct? I mean, I think muscles is one thing, but like um if you shouldn't Shit, say something about somebody's weight loss because you don't know if they have cancer, you don't know if they That's have, right. you don't know if they have Come an eating disorder. Closer. Like weight loss is like you, a lot of times due to something like horrific, actually. Mm-hmm. So you really should not comment on weight loss. But toning up is like a little different because that's just encourage like encourage people. Yeah, I think maybe that. if you know they've been doing, I don't know. I think just maybe don't do it. But yeah, I don't personally comment on people's bodies like at all, really. But like. If you know that they've been working out like really hard, I think saying like every once in a while I do say your arms look great to you. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that you know. kind of, and that kind of encouragement helps me. I was uh, earlier this week. There was a couple that uh, the guy you know jokingly said, "Hey Jeff, call me," you know, because I look like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, and, <laughs> I and actually never noticed that before. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I get it at least at least three you, times. You do a week. actually look I, a little I, like I, him. I get the Jeff Bezos like at least three <laughs> times a week, but not like the South Park caricature where his head is like a giant dome. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And 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 the and the woman said said you could make money off of your body. Do you know? Do you know that? Do you know? Do you know that? You could make money. No, she said you could make money with how you look. Yeah. You could make money with how you look. That was nice to hear. You know? That's nice. Because, uh, you know, it's good to hear. Snacks. Snacks with the bomb. <laughs> I uh, have been meaning to bring this up that uh, I have been really down on bike delivery riders. Uh, really angry with them riding on the sidewalk super fast uh, super dangerous I don't like to have a lot of anger and hatred in my heart bothers me so I went and did some research on what their lives are like Hmm. I read a very long lengthy article about, about from their perspective the life of a bicycle delivery person in New York City and it is very hard Absolutely. It is very hard. And if they had a choice, they would follow all the laws. But they don't have a choice because they're working for, like, 
these 15-minute app companies. Some asshole made his salmon and he didn't remember to buy lemons and his, his salmon's going to be ready in 15 minutes. So he gets on the fucking 15-minute app, orders two lemons. The driver, the rider, he doesn't make any money off of that. He does you know, what off of two lemons. But he still has to deliver it in 15 minutes because then he won't get the jobs that do pay better. The problem is not the drivers. The problem is this system where people are so so that people just don't plan and they and because and now because of these 15 minute 20 minute even 30 minute apps they don't have to plan and and who pays for it it's it's the it's the 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 drivers they have so many accidents there have been there have been a, a lot of a lot of deaths uh, amongst these drivers, yeah, I saw and, I saw someone fall the other day. It was so scary. Mm-hmm. It was so scary. I saw someone fall off their off their delivery scooter because they were just like speeding through the light as they have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I want to <laughs> one retract the things I had said in the past. I can't, you know, make it go away, but. I have grown. I have learned. Uh, I want to apologize for the things that I said in the past, um, and and I and and I want to just kind of set the record straight on this that that this is by no means the fault of the of these people who don't make very much money, who often are you know this is what they can do. Often they are undocumented immigrants, and um, I'm sorry. Uh, do the apps allow those them to be undocumented? I think that those apps are actually exclusionary for undocumented immigrants. I think they have to work for like an individual for a restaurant. restaurant and make even less. Okay, I don't know. The apps don't allow you to. I think they they require documents. The apps. Yeah, you've been having a lot a hard time applying to jobs because everyone is requiring a different app in order to apply for their job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These these bikes, yeah, so and the app doesn't always work. The and and, <laughs> and the equipment, the the bikes with the with the battery, and then you'd also have to have a backup battery and all kinds of other things to to safety equipment. And also, you, if the, if these jobs like it's a minimum wage job I'm applying to, they require apps. Um, like I have a smartphone, but a lot of people who are applying to a minimum wage job don't have a fucking smartphone. Right. Yeah. These bicycles can cost up. To $2,500. Wow. And, th- and that makes them a target for thieves. And a lot a lot of these workers have their bike stolen. They go to the police. The police say it's a stolen bike. Okay? We're not going to do anything about that. So they have uh, – they've organized. They've organized. Uh, and you, and they've put trackers on their bikes. And they will they – will, you steal a bike from them. They will come find you and a lot of them will show up. Uh, they 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 have each other's Good. backs. It's, That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. Good. Learning about all of this, you know, it, it, I've turned around so much. And and Lucas was like, you know, I'm really glad that you have turned. Yeah, that out. really bothered me. It would the, 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 your vendetta against the the bike the bike messengers really bothered me. I was seeing it in a very one sided. You know, it was way. very much the, your co host was like like a little bitch about it and, and encouraged it, encouraged your hatred. She she always encouraged hatred for you. 
We don't do that with each other. No, we don't. We don't encourage hatred. She she always encouraged hatred. And I think that and and I think that that's you know, I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back on that. That that if you find yourself that if that in this case when I found myself with so much anger and hatred, instead of looking for something to justify it. I went in the other direction. I, I, I looked for something to, to to maybe help it go away, and 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 I am so angry, but it's, but it, but I'm angry at uh, at people who are so impatient, and a system that makes this happen, a system that that uh, that penalizes someone for being two minutes late, uh, whereas we should have a system that rewards people for for uh for obeying traffic laws and 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 doing everything they can to 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 keep themselves and the public safe that's what we should be rewarding uh and 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 the consumers should know about this too you know that 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 have some more patience you know yeah what's wrong with an hour What's wrong with an hour instead of 15 minutes? What's wrong with an hour? The expectation is just that things are immediate. Like you want, you get, you want, you get. Like you want to talk to someone and like they, they have to answer that second. I don't think that's a very fair expectation. Chanel ordered toilet paper though on like a 15 minute nap and it, and it came in like an hour and she was like, I really need the toilet paper. <laughs> no, I, un- I understand. <laughs> Obviously she, I need things too. She, she kept like calling them. She was like, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> I mean, we could have just walked to the deli. Yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs> you could have just walked to the deli. And so, you know, maybe don't do that again. It was the middle of the night. You're gonna. It, she. It's not me. I, I'm not gonna tell my friends not to use an app. That's not how they like how I add friendship. Okay. Don't, don't tell me not to tell my friends not to use an app. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't use those fifteen minutes apps. You know I don't use those fifteen. Minutes I know you apps. don't. So don't say don't do it again. Like I'm not going to tell my friends not how to behave. <laughs> but I mean, it was dangerous time to to drive to the deli to watch the deli. It was like middle of the night. Yeah, I don't walk around in the middle of the night. Fair enough. But I was like, let's be a little patient with the guy, and they were like. Where are you? <laughs> but he he came from like a different borough to buy toilet paper, and like why did like why did like not a closer driver contact get the call? He was like, "I'm crossing the bridge," and we were like, and, and so, but he goes, puts down the phone, and he was like, "Did you buy drugs? I thought you bought toilet paper." Because he, he heard crossing the bridge. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, to, be, to be fair, usually the folks who say they're crossing the bridge, the bridge in the middle of the night yeah. are. are <laughs> so he got, but he got really mad. He was like, he was like, I thought this was for toilet paper. <laughs> Maybe they should. They the drug dealer should start selling toilet paper as like a ancillary service. <laughs> I wouldn't want a drug dealer who's selling toilet paper because that would make me think that they were like um, putting baby laxatives in it. Which is like a big thing that they sometimes do. <laughs> they're like they're like the girl the anorexic girls like it when you they poop they come back for more. <laughs> oh my god! I hate yeah, it. totally. I've had drug dealers tell me that before. They I know. That. I just hate talking about poop. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, all the models come back for more when 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 it makes you poop. I guess that's what I've heard from drug dealers. Wow. Damn. 
Let's move on. <laughs> Someone change the topic. My birthday. We went to Cold Spring. We've talked a little bit about it, but mainly about the empanadas. Empanadas. But we had, it was a full moon. Uh, we had, I slept a lot for some reason. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> we, we had we had lots of sex in the full moon on my actual birthday. And then I got tired. You tired me out. And then you slept for the next two days. Yeah, totally. I was like, I was like, uh, hibernation. Like I was just so tired after after fucking him. He like wore me out. He wore me out. But we did take a cup. I did make sure that we 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 walked somewhere every day. Yeah, we walked. We we walked every day. We didn't like. We didn't just like. I didn't sleep through everything. But like every time I'd start a movie, I'd sleep through it. Like nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't like sit sit on the couch without falling asleep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I was able to like stay up to do things. But then the minute I was like on the couch, I was like <laughs> sleep. And then that, then that you'd can get be a up, good use of vacation. You get up and you and you'd go from from. Uh, one bed to another bed. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I'd see you like there are like basically two living rooms. Yeah. So I'd see you get up and and go to the other living room. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Just gonna look out the window or something. Sleep no, again. Just going, just going to sleep somewhere else. Just get up, sleep somewhere else. Get up, sleep somewhere else. I think I did look out the window for like a little bit, a little bit. I was like, oh, that's so nice. This is such a nice neighborhood. <laughs> Down. <laughs> you know, I was uh, I was looking at um, little two day getaways. Um, I was thinking, you know, let's do something different. Governor's Island, uh, some blah blah blah. They blah, have blah, hotels blah. on Governor's Island. They have, yeah, they have, they have, play, they have like like glamping. There's like spas. Glamp- There's like spas on Governor's Island too. Seven minutes away, and nothing is nicer than the Cold Spring place. Well, yeah, glamping doesn't sound that much fun. It, it's it's you know it's like two hundred. Is there a toilet with the glamping? Shared. Oh, like a big communal toilet. I don't know. Someone else's ass is going on it. Oh man. I mean, that's normal for public places. <laughs> but it's not a public place. It's like a sleepover place. Yeah. So it's like two hundred dollars a night. Don't even have your own. Two hundred dollars a night, and you don't have your own toilet. No way. Not for two hundred dollars a night. So and and every place I looked at, I was like, Cold Spring's better, and 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 our, our family owns it. We don't pay any anything to stay there. It's, yeah, your house is beautiful. It's it's great. What are we gonna do once they sell it? Let's not think about that because because it, it's not being sold while mom's alive. So there's so it's not going to be sold. Mom, mom never dies. Yeah, that's the rule. She's not going to allow it to be sold. No. Good. Even though she doesn't go up there herself. She she wants it for us. She she likes it it's it's odd, you know. She doesn't go up there herself anymore. She pays for for the for the lawns. She pays the taxes every year, school taxes and all that other stuff. And um she just likes having that house. And bless her for it because you've been up there. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's so nice and so quiet. And- I lost my vape. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's all right. Maybe it's over there. Oh, the world is about to explode for a second. <laughs> we only have eight minutes left. It's probably over there. Let me play a song, not our regular song. My therapist is extremely upset about our our song choice. Why? She like hates Taylor Swift. She hates Taylor Swift. Meanwhile, she likes country. 
I just feel like there are so many things to hate, like like righteous. I'm all about like righteous anger, righteous hatred. I don't, I don't, I don't know if Taylor Swift's done enough to make me hate her. Yeah, I don't hate her. I don't hate her. I don't hate her. No. Okay, you're gonna like this. I know because you you actually turned me on to this song. I'm so curious. I did? Yes. Modest Mouse is played in Brooklyn. Yeah, we found a really cool bar that had a really good playlist. Fiona's. Yeah, that was awesome. I love this song.
my life would be completely different without the Google Career Certificate. I wasn't ready for that to end. That was so fun. We just had such a good dance party. That was so fun. Yeah. I, I love that song. That song, it used, used to hype me up before I'd go-go dance. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You I'd, put it, you put it on, 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 on our uh, playlist, Salford, our, our sex playlist. Yeah, it helped, yeah. It's, it's a hype me up song. You did wear your go-go boots last night. They're so cute. And I threw them away. Oh, they broke. They broke. I forgot. I mean, I could glue them, but like, I felt like they were just not worth it because we're like taking, we're ta- we're like, I yeah. have too much stuff. You know what I mean? And like, I have too much stuff. You, unless you want them. No, there there are more go-go boots in the world. There, we could buy another pair. Of yeah, boots. they're awesome, but there there are more go-go boots. Yeah, now is not the time to to keep things just for sentimental value. Yeah, um, I love them, but they were they they broke, so I was like, fuck it, I'm not gonna glue these right now. But they were also like, if you notice, the seams were kind of coming. Yeah, shoes shoes don't last forever. Shoes don't last forever. Hey, you know what? This song is only like two minutes long, and I was talking about it earlier. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank 